You're listening to a podcast from 702. It is a very emotional moment for us. That those who are fighting for democracy, for peace, for love among South Africa, should be mowed down by those who feel The 2010 FIFA World Cup will be organized in South Africa. And the crowd getting excited. There's Mr. Mandela, Mr. Nelson Mandela, a free man taking his first steps into a new South Africa. The Los Angeles Times is reporting that Michael Jackson, a pop superstar, someone many of us have grown up with, has passed away. Those are some historical moments there. Of course, Nelson Mandela there speaking after the death of Chris Hani. That was a big moment for South Africans. The announcement of uh, the FIFA 2010 World Cup host. We didn't get it today, but that's what it once felt like when we won bids for hosting international tournaments. And of course, the release of Nelson Mandela from prison. Those were big historical moments. Were those the ones you remember? It's certainly a big one for Zimbabwe. What we know so far is that the following people have been arrested. Minister Ignatius Chombo, who's uh, the Minister for Finance and Economic Development, Augustine uh, Chihuri, the police commissioner, uh, Savia uh, Kasukuera, the local government minister, who's also ZANU-PF's national political commissar, Albert Ngulube, Mugabe's internal security director, and, of course, Kudzai Chibanga, the president of the ZANU-PF National Youth League. Those are the arrests that we have heard so far. And joining us now... Now, to have a conversation is Malvern Mkudu on the line from Harare. Malvern, good afternoon to you and thank you for your time. Good afternoon. I'm going to read something you put up on your Facebook page, and this is what you wrote. You said... What may be important to realize is that the country has always been a military state with the military intervening at key times such as 2008 to preserve their preferred status quo. Since Mugabe, the military, uh, since, sorry, since Mgagao, the military has been in charge, willingly sharing power with civilians. What we are seeing is the military withdrawing the leaders that imposed on us anyway. Mugabe, although he won in 2013, it was through the massive under underhand assistance of the military. Today, the military is saying that we put you there so you can't behave as if uh, you are the ish. Any military intervention that doesn't guarantee freedom of association, freedom of expression, and many other freedoms guaranteed in the Constitution will be the preservation of the status quo under new management. That's what you wrote on your Facebook page. What is the situation like now in Zimbabwe, how are ordinary citizens reacting to what's unfolding? Uh, ordinary citizens uh, have been going about their usual businesses. They were very low. RCDD at banks were trying to get their money. They uh, put in their words in the street as usual. Um, so uh, people who are doing their private business. Uh, going about their business uh, in the usual way. Uh, of course, uh, there was a lot of uh, traffic congestion as uh, military tents were uh, blocking uh, streets, uh, Nelson Mandela Street and Second Street, which leads to Parliament, 
was uh, brocaded, uh, so was uh, uh, Samora Mashik and Second Street, which uh, uh, leads to the president's Munumutapa offices, was also uh, blockaded. So there was a lot of congestion in the morning. But uh, about their uh, businesses, uh, some shops were closed, but uh, people came out um, uh, to, to, to do their work. Uh, I could see, uh, and I was bringing around, that some shop owners were uh, taking down Robert Mugabe's portrait as if uh, the situation, I to say, but... Uh, uh, so, All right, yeah, Malvin, yeah, I have to come in there. I know this line is, is not clear, but of course it's the best we're going to get for the afternoon at this time. So uh, we'll try and uh, get through uh, you know, our conversation as much as we can here. Uh, you're saying that people, of course, are starting to remove Mugabe's portraits from their shops already. Of course, the other did was just the other day, in fact, that the airport was named Robert Mugabe International Airport. We'll see what comes of that. There is a sense that Zimbabweans are, waiting to see exactly how this thing is going to unfold, uh, that people perhaps are scared to come out and nail their colors to the mast in terms of starting to celebrate until there's further clarity as to what the future for Robert Mugabe and the first family is going to be? Uh, people are a bit emboldened. I think I was in a taxi this morning and uh, people were openly celebrating. You know, there were people, young men around uh, years of age who were openly celebrating, saying they had lost uh, their productive time to Mugabe, got any jobs to, to, do, to, to work and earn a living so that they on the door, wasting their most productive uh, uh, years uh, uh, in their lives. So many people are, are, are openly now talking and celebrating, and also, you know, the police, which is normally at the forefront uh, of, of our people, is not anywhere to be seen in, in, in all the roads and in all the streets. So people are, are, are beginning to speak up, they are beginning to, to celebrate, uh, I think contrary to what President has been saying about himself being uh, popular and having been elected by the people, I think it's predicted by a reluctance or a complete refusal to, to defend his, his role the military march onto the streets today. All right. Have we seen any visuals of Robert Mugabe or members of the first family? Have we had any confirmation as to how they are and whether they're they're fine? The military was on TV and on radio, and they said that uh, the president is safe and uh, along with his family. But there've been and no I actual visuals of the president. Yes, at his uh, private residence in Bolodia. All right, uh, political commentator Malvern Kudu on the line there in Harare. You know, it reminds me, because I'm asking the question this afternoon, the most significant historical moment you've lived through. So in 1990, I was, what, 15 years old when Nelson Mandela was released, or at least the announcement was made. And there was this spontaneous outbreaking of celebration people filled the streets and of course you know as a teenager who had spent most of 
the early part of my life uh, in Mtata, in the Transkai, we didn't do this sort of thing. We didn't just get out into the street and start singing and marching. We'd been part of a homeland, for goodness sake. But when that announcement was made, I, like anybody else, joined the celebrations in the street. And there was this fear that, you know, what if, what if we're tear gassed? What if, you know, they shoot us like we had seen in the 80s? Uh, but it was a moment of change. And I suppose that's kind of the same thing that's happening in Zimbabwe at the moment. People are willing to celebrate in the taxis, but we haven't seen an outpouring of celebration in the streets with people saying it's time for the old man to go. And I think they're waiting to see what happens. There are rumors that some kind of settlement is being reached, that uh, that Mugabe is negotiating firstly, I suppose, for his own safety and that of his wife. And once that is clear, once it's clear what's going to happen in the next few days and in the weeks and months to come, watch the celebrations begin. Watch Zimbabweans make their feelings really, really known. It's going to be very, very interesting. The most significant historical moment you've lived through, give us a call, 11 883